Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. This is day two. We are sharing with you a list of things that you should absolutely positively question, Julie, that you should absolutely positively have the answers to prior to going on any listing appointment. And when Julie and I were updating the notes for today's show, I was uh, thinking about one of my favorite movies. It was called Ronin, and some of you guys might remember that movie. And one of the lead characters in Ronin was a character named... Uh, uh, played by Robert De Niro, and I actually don't remember the character's name, but he was a CIA operative, and there was a scene where he was walking out, someone was waiting for him inside a cafe, and the person waiting for him could see Robert walking all around the cafe, walked around like once or twice, and then finally he walks in. And the guy who was waiting for him saw you know, that he'd been doing this and asked him when he finally comes into the cafe and sits down, asked him, what were you doing? And he said simply, never walk in. One of the first things they teach you, he never actually said he was with the CIA. We were supposed to just assume it. He said one of the first things they teach you, and again, the CIA is the they in this, is that you never walk into any situation, especially a building, where you don't know at least two exits. And that's what he was doing is looking for his two exits in case there was something that was going to obviously happen in that you know, cafe that would require him making a speedy exit. And I thought that was kind of obviously an interesting way of approaching life, you know, but it's also a really critical thing to uh, apply when you are thinking about becoming a very powerful listing agent, which all of you hopefully are focused on, because really the premise of this show is really, uh, and yesterday's as well, is absolutely positively knowing all the answers to these 11 questions, um, which really lead to you being successful taking a listing. And chances are, if you don't know I would say you don't absolutely positively have the answers for every single one. You can, a couple of them, you can have sort of just a, an idea of what the seller's answer will be. Sometimes the seller won't give you the answer, and we'll talk about that today. But in most cases, there are critical things that if you don't know the answers to these questions, that listing appointment is going to be 100% um, dumpster fire because you're going to be in a situation where you're trying to discover what the seller, what the seller's motivation, what the seller thinks the house is worth, all the, all the uh, really the most stressful things about going on a listing appointment, they can be completely mitigated if you are asking the seller all the right questions prior to going on the appointment. That's right. And when the agents don't do this, it causes them to do things like overprice it and undercommission it in an act of desperation. That's right. And remember yesterday we did share with you that in what we feel is going to be a very nutty buyers, I'm sorry, sellers market, because we do think interest rates are going to drop. We do think that the market is going to roar back, and we don't think it's going to last for maybe, but hopefully the summer into the fall. But there does definitely seem to be a brewing up of a massive amount of real estate activity. Now, hopefully there'll be more homes for sale, but be prepared. Interest rates are going to motivate all the fence setters to come back in the market. How many of you had buyers that took themselves out of the market just because they're confused about what was happening with interest rates? How many of you met with sellers who would love to move from their homes, but weren't confident that they were going to be able to find a house that they're interested in buying, uh, let alone, you know, the payment maybe didn't make sense. All of those things are going to start working themselves out as interest rates fall. And we don't believe, this is Julie Nice's prediction, 
Um, we do think inflation is going to continue to increase. There's really nothing the Fed's going to be able to do about it. That is just the, the state we're going to be in for a long period of time. And at the same time, that means real estate is going to continue to increase in value. It's going to continue to inflate, which is also going to mean that renters are going to continue to pay more. All of the things that we've been experiencing with regards to being inflation related, they're going to be here for the long run. With the uh, government lowering interest rates, what they're essentially going to do is they're going to start essentially doing, a, they won't call it this, but it is what it is, quantitative easing. Um, or they're going to start printing money again. That is what's going to happen because the bank contagion from these little banks that are failing, that's the real deal. That could actually cause a whole bunch of dominoes to fall. And so the government is not going to be able to have really any reason to uh, slow the economy down because it appears that there's chances that the economy might do that well on its own. So they're going to go the opposite yeah. direction and start bailing out the economy. That is our prediction. Mm -hmm. We will see probably in about a month if we are correct, but I can't see why we would be wrong about those predictions. Well, it could be unintended good consequences for the housing market. I mean, really, if we're looking at it that way. Well, the, the long-term ramifications of this are if you own real estate, frankly, if you, okay, so <laughs> Julie and I were at a party the other night. I was talking to somebody who was uh, infinitesimally smarter than me about this topic. And we were sort of comparing notes. I listen and read, but he actually is in the space, you know. And he was telling me what he I – said, I said so straight up. I said, you and I have been best friends forever. I just met him. But so if we'd been best friends forever and you're giving me financial advice, where would you tell me to be putting my money right now? I'm just interested in what he had to say. And this is what he told me. Real estate, right, number one. He said gold, number two. And he said he also thinks that the U.S. stock market is going to go ballistic because what's going to happen are people are going to essentially be awashed with money again. They're going to feel asset rich, and they're going to want to essentially uh, invest in more assets. And that's what's going to cause a lot of investors to start feeling more optimistic. And that always has a side benefit of triggering a lot of spending in the economy. That is going to create an, a ridiculous amount of inflation. So these are all things that we'll get through together. And no, guys, know this for sure, that no matter what direction the market goes, interest rates go, politicians go, whatever, whatever, you will always be able to help people and make money. Why? Because you are smart enough to have actually uh, decided to sell real estate. You sell something that everybody needs. That's the reason largely you are insulated from whatever's happening in the economy because you sell or lease something that everybody needs. Everybody needs a house. Not everybody needs a lot of the other things that they buy. They can cut out. They can't cut out a house unless, unfortunately, they might be homeless. Yeah, so go you for having your license. Now That's let's right. make sure you're doing the right things with it. Okay, so question number five to find out before you go on your next listing appointment Know if there is new construction in the area, which is competing against your potential listing. Remember when builders provide in-house financing, which many of them do, they often can sell a more expensive home for the same payment as your resale. New construction is not always listed in your MLS. You can Google for new construction in your zip code and you can use newhomesource.com, that's pretty much nationwide, to search for what's being built. Visit the model home so that you know what you get for the money and if there are special financing deals offered. So here's a secret. For example, a resale home listed for $350,000 may actually be competing with new construction as high as $500,000 if the builder has buy-downs and incentives in place. Many builders are currently running as much as 6% buyer-side commissions as well as amazing incentives for buyers themselves. And I've actually seen a few that are higher than that. So she said two things there. Were you listening? Number one, she said that the buyers are going to most oftentimes be walking into new construction and have a significantly lower payment than if they were to buy a resale home 
because the builders are working with mortgage companies and buying down the rates. And were you listening to the secondary part? The, a, the agents are going to have more of an incentive to sell new construction because they're going to be paid way higher in some cases than market yes. rate commissions. If you don't know those things and you're in you know, a market where there's new construction nearby, you're going to be scratching your head wondering why your home hasn't sold. And I'm telling you right now, it's new construction, nine times out of 10, kicks resale homes, butts, it, all things e being equal. That's right. Even when, even if all of your comps with other resales in the neighborhood and the neighborhood that competes with it look right and you look like you're priced right, if there's new construction around the corner and they're throwing incentives at it, that may be the very thing that's going to cause you to either not sell, take too long to sell, or take two price reductions to sell. Point number six, know what the seller's time frame is. Oh my gosh, this probably should be the only point really, yes. right? Know what the seller's uh, time frame is. Ideally, when do they need to sell or close, uh, you know, close and move by? These are all questions that you get in the seller pre-qualification script, by the way. Have they considered buying first and selling second? Do not assume that they are not willing to do that. Do not apply your limited knowledge of their financial situation uh, to, you know, through your uh, filters. They might be more than willing to get a second mortgage. Hey, how about this? They might actually have the cash to buy another house. They might be able to qualify if they have a small mortgage on their current home. Do not assume that you are uh, walking into a situation where the sellers can't do both. A lot of times they will. Uh, they will buy two homes or they will uh, pay cash for the next home. Again, know all of this prior to going on appointment. Do Are they relocating? Uh, are they working at the reload company is something nice to know. Timing is more often than, uh, bet so like when you're dealing with a seller, and this is kind of, anyone who's been in the market for a while, you know this is true. Very, very, very rarely, aside from maybe investors, is price the most important thing when you're dealing with um, a, a seller. Most important thing is hassle. They want the least amount of hassle as possible. And if you know what the seller's time frame is, if you know when they have to have the house sold by, maybe they're in cons uh, cons uh, new construction uh, and it's supposed to close by the end of the year. Well, now that you know what their time frame is, you can work backwards and you can focus on being of service to them. Hopefully all that makes sense. Again, this is just training. This is not coaching. The coaching is available in Premier Coaching. We're reviewing, kind of overviewing, I would say, the seller pre-qualification script that you get as part of Premier Coaching. And all you got to do to join Premier Coaching, and it costs you nothing, is just go to premiercoaching.com, premiercoaching.com, or you can text the word Premier to 47372, um, and you can obviously, we'll text you back a link, and it takes you to the same website, and the website being premiercoaching.com. And that will give you instant access to the first level of Premier Coaching. And also, a lot of you have been thanking us, and that's always nice, for turning you on to RedX. And so if you don't know what Red X is, Red X is definitely, it's really, it's our only, um, the only company that we'll suggest that you guys use for expired data. They also offer a lot of other data, but this is how the Red X system works just to encapsulate it for you. You're going to wake up in the morning. <laughs> You're going to turn on your computer. You're not going to uh, go to Facebook, <laughs> right? You're not going to check the news. You're going to go right over to Red X and you're going to see all the new expires. You're going to see that they... Uh, we're able to find all kinds of phone numbers for those expires, all kinds of other data on those expires that are going to be relevant to you. You're not then going to spend any time thinking, researching, plotting, planning, role-playing. You're going to then use our scripts and you're going to start calling those sellers, those expired sellers. And you're going to do that uh, you know, using our prescribed, uh, obviously our scripts, 
our pre-qualification scripts, our seven-step listing process. It's all there for you to use. But when you use RedX, they've done the heavy lifting for you. You don't actually have to do any of the research to find the information. So text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Again, text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372, like the color red, um, and we'll text you back a link and you can join RedX uh, for and save 150 bucks. Now, I will give you a suggestion. When you're signing up for RedX, go back as far as you can, six months, 12 months, for the older expired data, and they will then uh, tell you which of those older expireds have not been relisted. Call the older expireds first. And those of you who are making a fortune off calling older expireds and you're mad at me for just exposing your secret, I apologize. Sorry, but it is true. But it is true. So text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Absolutely, 100%, after you've got your center of influence and past client spoke building. Uh, by the way, that's never done. It's always being built. Definitely go after expired, especially in this market. Point number seven. seven. Yes, know the seller's motivation. We just talked about time frame. This is a little bit different. Their motivation. When you know why they want to or have to move, ideally have to move, you can use this to stay on task during the appointment, referring to their needs and making it more about them than about you. Let's work on that. So what does that mean? The most important thing that Julie just read to you guys was you want to know if they have to sell or want to sell. Now, there's, let's I'm give you a couple of nuanced approaches to this. Again, use our scripts. And there's three or four different ways that we want you to ask whether they want to sell or have to sell. Why does that matter? Because if you discover that they don't have to sell, and if they don't get some you know, elevated price or you know, other stars don't align for them, they're just going to stay put or they're going to rent the house out. I'm not saying don't take the listing. I'm just saying know what you're dealing with when you go to take the listing. You're dealing with a seller. Now, here's the tricky part of this. A couple things. The seller might become more motivated when you have the listing. And that happens all the time. But refer to Julie's previous point. You have to know what their time frame is. So they might not be that motivated now because a year from now their house is going to be built. Uh, but as we approach the year marker, I promise you, they'll start becoming more motivated. So you got to think all this through. Now, I'll give you another thing. When you're dealing with upper-end sellers, when they have money in different pockets, they're not necessarily going to have to sell. And if the market does in that particular market all of a sudden become a buyer's market for a particular price point, they will keep the houses and they will lease them. And then you're going to have to learn how to basically be a leasing agent for them until the market comes back. Which brings us to a related question, number eight. Know what happens if the home doesn't sell or if they don't get their price. So is keeping the house an option? That's a great question. Are they just dabbling to see how it goes or if they can get their price or are they serious and it absolutely must sell? It helps you to know this, don't you think? I mean, you're Robert De Niro and you're thinking about walking to that cafe. Don't you want to know essentially all the things that might happen when you walk into that uh, house? You do. So if you know what their have to is, you know what their time frame is, I want you to start thinking about how much more confident you're going to feel when you walk into that seller's house, right? You follow our list listing process. You know what they owe. You know what their time frame is. You know that they don't have any other choice to sell the house. Uh, you've sent your pre-listing pack, so it's already answered all the heavy lifting questions about commissions and all the rest of it. How do you feel just hearing me say these words? Don't you feel like going out and uh, setting a, a, a listing appointment? I know you do. Point number nine. Point number nine, find out why they called you. This point is for you. Track your sources of business. What is working for you? Use your whiteboard to track it so that you can do more of what works and less of what doesn't. So this is important because what you'll discover, and the reason it's on this list 
Julie says it's for you, but it's also really for them. And it's for your past client because here's what you'll discover. Oh, I got the lead. I had someone today, Julie, uh, message us through Instagram mm -hmm. and he wants to join eXp Royalty and he wants us to be his sponsor. Mm -hmm. Now, if I were like most people, I would say, well, the lead source was Instagram. Right. But I happen to know that he's been listening to our podcast. Warren, I am talking about you. <laughs> he's been listening to our podcast for a long period of time. Um, and he may have even been at one point a coaching client, but most agents, what they'll have done, or if they're using a VA who's not really, you know, spending much time really to tr uh, track the source, they'll just say Instagram. They'll label, label it Instagram. Yes. Right. So when you guys get a lead through Facebook, it's just because they message you through Facebook. So uh, why did you decide to call Tim and Julie Harris for the job of selling your home? And they're going to, that's the question we used to have someone who answered our phone at our real estate team ask. And then that we'd hear, because we'd listen to the recordings, the seller would say, well, you know, I got their postcard or this, that, or the other thing. Some little cursory answer. And then if we, if the same question is asked slightly differently again, well, great. I appreciate that. I'm glad you got the postcard. Was there any, were there any other reasons that you called? Then you find out the real reason. And then you'll find out it was a referral. And when Julie and I started doing that in our own business, and we had other people start, all of our coaching clients start doing that, you then quickly discover what actually are the sources of your business. And you quickly discover almost in every neighborhood, there's two or three bird dogs or neighbors or people that, you know, are frankly your fans that are actually working to send you referrals. And you need to acknowledge them. You need to drill down. Okay, well, it turns out that Tim and Julie Harris... Um, you know, my best friend from high school, they sold their house for them and two years ago and that kind of thing. That's what you will discover when you ask the secondary question. Very rarely, and this is going to shock some of you, some of you it'll make you mad, but it is still true. Very, very rarely do list uh, listing opportunities come from any form of marketing. The marketing might have been the trigger or the marketing, for example, the social media may have been the mechanism in which they messaged you because mm -hmm. maybe they didn't have your cell phone number, but it's not the original reason why they're, they're contacting you, um, especially if you didn't lead generate this, if the lead came to you. By the way, if you guys are interested in joining EXP Realty and you've not chosen a sponsor, Julie and I love the right or the honor to be your EXP Realty sponsor. If you've not yet chosen your sponsor, please text uh, me directly at 512-758-0206. If you're just getting started on your EXP journey and you're curious about EXP Realty, text the letters EXP to 47372. Text the letters EXP to 47372. Or if you're ready to join and you're looking to choose a sponsor that's going to be very proactive in your success, we are formally applying for that job. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. All right, point number 10. I can tell scripts are on your mind. Yes, they okay, are. Okay, point number 10. You should not go without using your full pre-qualification script. Now, that's what we've been talking about, asking all these questions, getting all the answers. Even when you have to use that as a two-part phone call, get the answers. The use of the actual script ensures that you don't skip any of the above critical points. So it's not just finding out, are you competing? It's who are you competing against? It's yep. not just what's the price the seller has in mind. It's how did they arrive at that price? All of those drill down questions are part of your pre-qualification script. Mr. Seller, I found 90% of the time when someone's calling me out for the job of selling their home, that they're planning on listing the house with me at, the, uh, at that time. Is that your intent or are you considering interviewing any other agents? Boom. You want to ask that question because you want to know what they're thinking. Some of you are going to say, I'm never going to answer that question because that's just going to trigger them to want to interview other agents. Nope. They're going to do it anyway if they were going to do it. They now, know other agents exist. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. And so what they're going to say, here's what their answer will be. It'll either be yes 
or we'll see. One of those two answers both mean yes, right? It's your game to lose. But if you find out, well, you know, I'm interviewing, you know, three or four other agents or <laughs> sometimes you guys will get loons that want to interview like 20 different people. It's like, what the hell are you thinking, Mr. Seller? But usually they'll say, well, I'm going to interview two other agents. Okay, great. That makes sense. So um, when are you planning on meeting with those agents? Well, one of them's tonight and the other's Tuesday night. All right. So what you're going to do in this, I'm not going to get into the script too much, but the gist of it is, is you're going to position yourself as the last agent they interview. And then you're also going to ask them who it is that they're interviewing. Now, here's, I'll give you guys a couple advanced coaching here. What you'll discover is oftentimes they don't remember the names of the other agents they're interviewing, which means they did not really, uh, that they didn't put that much effort into deciding who they were going to interview. Um, they just maybe got a couple of postcards, maybe one was a referral, things like that. Right. And again, that is going to be a huge opportunity for you because they haven't spent that much time really exploring different agents. And when you follow point number 11 and you send a pre-listing pack, go ahead. That's right. So always send your pre-listing package. That's right. Even if it's your mom's house, your pre-listing package should not be identical to everyone else's in your brokerage. That's how the seller winds up going with whoever is cheaper and prices the house higher. Remember, your pre-listing package is your silent salesperson, which goes there prior to you and actually handles all the objections before you show up so that you don't have to. So I'm going to tell you the story behind our pre-listing package. And Julie and I started using one um, in the 90s. And the reason we started using it is because Julie and I were going on a lot of listing appointments because we got very prolific at setting proactive lead generation uh, appointments, and we were getting a lot from centers of influence and past clients. We sold 100 to 200 homes for about 10 years. So we were getting, frankly, burned out and going listing appointments, one after the other after the other. So we hired someone. Her name was Lisa. And Lisa, prior, she had a real estate license, but I believe prior to working for us, she worked for Longenberger Baskets or she was a bartender or something. Something normal. Right? Not a big sales background. No. So what we did is we made this pre-listing package. The pre-listing pack was designed to answer all the questions that would have put um, Lisa in a corner. Like, what's about the commission? What's your marketing plan? What about relocation? What about luxury? How, what's your exposure to this, that, the other thing? What, you know, what local companies do you work with as far as, like I said, relocation, depending on your price point, all of these things. And so Julie and I wrote down all, it was like 20 different things that we'll hear maybe from a seller that you don't want to deal with when you're trying to get the seller to list the house with you. And we made a pre-listing package. And these things we've updated over the years and we've updated, frankly, as the different market conditions have entered into the fray. Like, what are you doing on social media? Well, there's a page for that. And so you send this ahead of time. And what happens is the seller will, A, appreciate that you sent it because, frankly, in some cases, you're going to be uh, answering questions, uh, giving them answers to questions they hadn't even thought of, Right. But what you're really doing is you're removing all the stress from the room of them having to essentially interrogate their prospective listing mm -hmm. agents. They'll actually list the house with you uh, if for no other reason than you sent a pre-listing pack and nobody else did. Yes. Just these tiny little things will make an enormous difference because you are, were actually professional enough and considerate enough to essentially, they remember, they don't want you in their house. Don't, do not be you know, mixed up about that. They want to be watching the TV or hanging out with their family or whatever. They don't want to be interviewing real estate agents. So if you've made it and you're the only one that made it so that all their tough questions are answered ahead of time, you'll be shocked how frequently that in itself just gets you the listing. Like you walk up to the yeah. door, they've already chosen to list with you. Um, 
it's, you know, all you at, have to do is talk about price and close for the signature. And most times, not even price, because part of our process is we want you sending a, a, a CMA. That's right. You heard me right. With three different price scenarios ahead of time. We want you to send the listing contract ahead of time. We want you to send all the things ahead of time so they can have a chance to review it. That way, when you're there, you're there for 15 or 20 minutes. We call it a paperwork appointment where you're just going there to get the paperwork signed. That is what we teach you to do in Premier Coaching. Doesn't that sound better than what you're doing? <laughs> so don't be the only one who doesn't send a pre-listing package. Don't have your pre-listing package be like everybody else in your brokerages and doesn't really answer anything. You have to have something that's proven and unique to you. That's one of the number one reasons people sign up for Premier Coaching. It is. It's true. But just having a pre-listing package by itself and not knowing how to present it or not knowing really how to use it is essentially like having a toolbox full of tools you don't know anything with. And that is ultimately the point of coaching. So listen, guys, thank you for keeping this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. Remember, it's not too late for you to give Julie and I a birthday present. Both of our birthdays were last week. And here's how you can do it. It's very simple. It's very painless. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. You're listening to us right now on iTunes, on your podcast, on you know, on uh, the podcast listening widget on, uh, on your Apple phone. A scan down, and there's a really simple way. Give us a five-star review. Give a little pithy comment, and you're good to go. And you don't have – you can stop feeling so terrible about having forgotten our birthdays. Okay? That's what we want to do for you. We want to make your lives better. So listen, guys. Thank you in all sincerity for keeping this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. It is our pleasure and our honor to be your virtual real estate coaches. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>